0: welcome back to the all elite marks podcast today we're going to be talking about all the headlines right after the break as well as our triple threat segment with jp magnum and logan frazier special run-in as well we'll be talking to shelby and katie on the chicks dig turnbuckle segment and we'll end it with some trivia so stay tuned Don't forget, guys! If you want your promotion promoted for free on the Georgia Indie Report, just message the Georgia Indie Report. Me or rodney will get back with you, and we'll try to set something up to help promote your event coming up. All right, welcome back to the All Elite Marks Podcast. I'm your host Trey Davis. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into these news headlines because there's a lot of news. Alright, first we'll start out with WWE announced their 2019 second quarter ratings, and despite ratings and network subscribers being down, WWE stock was approximately $68 a share the day before the announcement, and rose to $78 after. Looks like Trish Stratus will be returning to the ring to face Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam, and then he... Feel like this is a dream match I, I you know I kind of feel like it's a dream match as well I would like to see this match I'm, I'm intrigued by it and finally they're doing something with Charlotte It look like they have kind of cooled down on Charlotte for a little while all right moving on to other news Rhino has signed a multi-deal contract with Impact Wrestling as said. Roman Reigns mystery opponent has been revealed to be Daniel Bryan several news sources Uh, confirming that in articles online. Also Jimmy Uso was arrested Thursday morning in Pensacola Florida. Jimmy was arrested earlier this year for disorderly conduct when being pulled over by a policeman. WWE issued a statement earlier saying Jonathan Fatu is responsible for his own problems. See years ago they probably would have either fined him or punished him in some kind of way, or even a suspension, but now with the the free agent market being so hot, you know, it's like they're just afraid to do anything like that and to lose the Usos, but if I'm not mistaken, I do believe the Usos just signed a contract a few months ago. Alright, also, WWE rolled out its new network menu to make it a little bit easier to find content. They also announced that they would be doing a tier system and putting it in place soon. And that about does it for all of our top headlines of the week. Guys, when we get back from the break, we'll do the Triple Threat segment, followed by a Chicks Dig Turnbuckle segment, and we get the uh, opinions of all females, and we'll do some fantasy booking in the Triple Threat segment. Uh, and then we'll come back with some trivia, SummerSlam theme. Thanks for listening, guys, and stay tuned.
1: Attention wrestling fans, Friday, August 9th at the Action Building in Canton, Georgia. Southern Honor Wrestling returns, featuring the first ever Rumble Jack match. It's every man for themselves to determine the next number one contender for the Southern Honor Championship. Come be a part of history and experience why Southern Honor Wrestling is changing the game in Georgia Wrestling.
0: Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Triple Threat segment. This is a new segment we're doing on the AM podcast. And on the first line, I've got local indie star and mainstay on the page. And on the podcast, J.P. Magnum. How you doing tonight, man?
2: Oh, pretty good. How about you, man?
0: Pretty, pretty good. Uh, other than UPS being really, really fast pace here lately. Uh, Amazon's kicking her ass, but uh, other than that, I can't complain. Uh, And we're supposed to have Summer on the other line. We're going to try to reach him real quick and I'm going to get you guys to do a little bit of fantasy booking for me. We'll go ahead and start off with you, JP. Uh, Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar just destroyed Seth Rollins uh, to send a message to the SummerSlam challenger. How would you book this? JP, the rest of the way?
2: Well, usually when you uh, book it like that and you've got him looking strong, it's like Seth's going to go over. But if they're going to have Brock coming in and doing what he did and um, getting the capes and winning the title and have it mean something, it's always good to have somebody like Seth chasing. If I'm not mistaken, the um, hell in the next month is it not, uh, in September?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, I- yeah, and that's Atlanta, actually.
2: Yeah, and I see. I would have since Kofi's probably going to go over. I would have Brock go over on Seth and have it settled in the Hell in the Cell, and have Seth finally go over for good. But then if I were them, you know, they've got to build stars. I'd let uh, Brock, you know, come back in a few months and put somebody over that'll, you know, that they're actually wanting to uh, push after like wrestle, uh, during WrestleMania season and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I would like to see Brock kind of come back and and put some younger guys over. I think it's that time in his career. Uh he's not really getting any younger. I appreciate you know, I'd just like to see him kind of put over some younger talent. Oh, doing a run in is Logan Frazier. We weren't able to get Summer on the line. He may still show up, but we're gonna go ahead and ask Logan Frazier this question. He's he's ran in on this this triple threat segment. Logan. Brock destroyed Seth on Monday night. How would you book the rest of this this, uh, this storyline?
3: Well, I believe that you're going to have to have Seth come back with something that's going to top it to draw you into the SummerSlam match. So I imagine mm-hmm. the very first thing you're going to see Monday night is going to be – Seth Rollins come out with chair in hand, Uh, yeah. And where they go, you gotta make him
0: strong at some point. Here's my thing, not to interrupt you, real quick, Logan. I don't want to see Seth come back until I don't want to see Seth come out until SummerSlam, because that beat down. That's that's what I miss. Is that you know back in the day, somebody get a beat down. They're they're you know they're they're gone for a while. Right. I, I don't want to see him on Monday night, right? But go ahead, continue.
3: Well, and where I'm coming from is what I expect, not necessarily what I want to see. Cause I am like you in a way, you know, they don't sell things enough. I mean, you're talking about internal bleeding. I mean, to be all honest, right. if if it was true one hundred percent internal bleeding, he ain't gonna make SummerSlam.
2: Only John Cena can come back from that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he's
0: superhuman. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next subject. All Out is coming out at the end of August. Jericho will square off against Hangman Page to crown the first ever AEW champion. Who would you have? Over, who would you have go over, and why? Let's start with you, JP. Well, I'm always about to
2: chase how much you can get out of a, an angle and the the. Stuff that Jericho's doing to help this company along. And, um, I mean, he's just sitting in stride with these uh, promos and stuff, saying he's better than this company. I would actually have him go over, be the first champion. You got to not say it page, It's not a name. But you got somebody like Jericho. It's got the history. And then for the next uh, you know, debut, him, uh, he can come out and do some big time uh, promos on the TV and brag about how he's the champion. And the half page it. Over a couple of months or so, however long they want to do it, and then finally have him go over.
0: It. Yeah, I think I think you can find stuff on either side. That I mean, like if if Hangman Page were to win, you know, they could building the company around such a young talent. I could see that. I like that idea. But I also love the idea that you just came up with, Logan. How would you? How would you book uh, this and? Or who would you put over, I'm sorry, and why?
3: I'd I'd have to agree. I'd have to say you have to go with Jericho so he can come out with the belt and be, you know, I, I need my thank you. This is not a good enough thank you. And, mm-hmm. and I really feel like they can't, just from what they have, have come out to say of what type mm-hmm. of company they are, I don't think they're going to, String along, have him chasing the thing. I think he loses. They're going to drop him mid card immediately. He may come back six months from now and and go for it. But I think they drop him immediately and they go into probably either Moxley or Omega, whichever one wins because they're real big on wins matter and everything. Right. right and I like that contender to the bell against Jericho.
2: You know, and another thing is, is Jericho's age, and just uh, not saying he's old because by far they're in a lot better shape than they were back 20, 30 years ago, but he can fall into a Ric Flair type of role with what he's yeah. been saying and how better he is and just make his old school promos about just build himself up and make, make him seem, you know, better than when they, somebody finally beats him. It'll mean so much more once he's built himself up. And-
0: yeah, I like that. I, I mean, Jericho's just killing it as a heel. Can we all agree on that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He was born to be a heel. Yeah, and I've never really got your opinion on on AEW, JP. Have you enjoyed the shows you've watched? Uh, Is this, you know, I mean, do you feel like it's something that can actually compete with WWE?
2: Sometimes, as as, uh, Jim Cornette can be. But I do agree with him in the instance that they there's a lot of stuff that they've got to work on, and um, yeah. yeah but it's a good thing that they're doing these shows before they get to their main EV thing and get all the bugs out. But they can also at the same time get their product out to everybody. Um, I'm just glad that there's a, another big alternative besides WWE. I'm hoping that people can complain about WWE, but yet still watch it this time when they start complaining about WWE, WWE, turn it to something else. And when the people start clicking off the of channels and they can't sell that uh, advertisement money um, like they did in Raw and SmackDown, then maybe the WWE will change what they're doing. Well, I mean, they're starting.
0: But, yeah, a little bit like they did in the late 90s. Right. Uh, get around 97 and, and on. And on is a good thing. It is. It really is. All right, let's move on to our last subject. Uh, okay, so Bray – uh, They finally have a – he's finally appeared on TV, and they've had him attack Mick Foley and – who else? Help me out here. Uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. So how would you book this character? So just doing a little bit of fantasy booking because – I think they're doing a pretty good job right now, but you're about to get to that point where it's, it's time to it's time to really do something with them and, and let's see them compete Let's Let's have a theme match
2: Yeah, but with this one they need
0: like they're doing right
2: now. I mean have him come out, have a match at SummerSlam and then go back to making his appearances and stuff, and then when he does actually mm-hmm. wrestle he doesn't have to wrestle on raw and smackdown or whatever he's going to be on all the time that's the thing that's lost in this. Wrestling now is—they have so many, and I know it's a—it's a, it's a advertisement-driven sport, now. a business now with all the advertisement sold during the show and stuff. And you've got to have some decent matches, but it seems like they just have all these pay-per-view style matches and all these people on the show, like Raw or SmackDown, and they don't save much for the pay per views If they would just keep them under the ring wrestling, it would mean more. And eventually, if the Undertaker still going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. I don't see why they, they dropped the ball the last time because I think the way that he was going, he could have stopped this. You know, he could have beat Undertaker and not had Brock lose the streak. And I mean, they, they just they dropped the ball on Bray White the first time. I think if they just I don't know it, if
0: Brock it. really needed the streak. You know, he's he's got so much uh, built up around him and he's been booked so strong anyways. But yeah. I, I think at the time maybe he did need it because they had been booking Brock kind of weak when they first got Brock. But I'm with you. I would have liked to have seen Bray. Go over the Undertaker at Mania, right? And this new uh, and, and or pro- honestly,
2: yeah. And, and with this new uh, persona he has now that they could you know make make him wrestle other people, go against other people, and then have the Undertaker come in and he can put him over. And maybe that'd be the Undertaker's last match and passing the torch to Bray, as the mystical
0: character. All you right, know? I like that story, arc. That's that's pretty cool, Logan. Uh, what well, how would you how would you book the Bray White character? the rest of the way let's just say onward to mania
3: well i mean uh you definitely don't beat him right now i mean if you know he goes over a couple of times and then they you know throw somebody at him that beats him it's gonna kill it because right now the whole thing is it's a supernatural thing you know that and and it's gotten people to do the one thing that they haven't done in a long time, and that's to actually suspend their disbelief. I mean, right? if, if you're sitting and watching a supernatural thing in wrestling, and you're getting excited about it, and you're loving watching it like so many people are with the Funhouse, then... They're suspending that disbelief, which is something that's right. been almost impossible to do since.
0: Or ignoring heart
3: it. Heart
0: and it's been like, you know what, well, I miss this campy stuff and, and at least it's cool. Right. You know, I mean, I can remember seeing some stuff with Undertaker when I was a kid. I was like, with Undertaker rising to the heavens when Yoko beat him in the casket match. Just some... Wild stuff. I mean, we could go on for days about that. Oh, yeah. And I remember thinking, like, oh my God, what is this shit? I I
3: tell you who I was really into the character and, like, legit kind of spooked out, scared of when I was a kid. And that was Papa Shango.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. He kind of freaked me out too when I was a kid.
3: Papa Shango or Kamala, either one come to the ring. No, Kamala. He was
0: a lovable beast.
3: Oh,
2: but no, yeah. he's, he's talking about mid 80s
3: yeah, yeah. Oh, i mean i was like five or six you know and yeah i'm sitting okay. here seeing this witch doctor and and this guy that eats people
2: <laughs> that's, that's coming yeah, see, this, yeah. the, 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 they dropped the ball with uh papa shango again another one they could have had undertaker yeah. versus shango at wrestlemania nine instead of Giant gonzalez
0: oh that would have been way better oh, yeah which I think uh, No Kama didn't face Undertaker. He interfered in an Undertaker match at Mania when when I th- Undertaker I think it was a faced or something. They, they faced off. Yeah, yeah, because he melted the urn down. Yeah. He used chain. Oh God, yeah, classic stuff. <laughs> well, you know, if
3: you really if you listen to uh, something to wrestle with, which I'm I know you do, Trey, right. um, mm-hmm. Then you hear the uh, Undertaker years, they really dropped the ball with Undertaker for a lot of years, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm surprised it, if the gimmick was not as strong as what it was, then, I mean, it would have really fell to the wayside. Uh, yeah,
0: he played it perfect. I mean, the first, you know, I'm sure the first time he heard it, it was like, oh, man, I got to make this work. I'm in the, you know, I'm in the WWF. I got to, but man, and Kane, Kane, you know, credit to Kane. He also made it work.
1: They've, yeah.
0: they've, they've shackled some guys up with some really stupid shit and they've made it work. Look at new day.
2: Yeah. Well, Kane, uh, Kane is the, um, the example of when the WWE gives you lemons make lemonade because he was oh, right. Isaac Yankem, he was the fake diesel. And because he did that with a smile on his face and didn't complain, he got the uh gimmick of a lifetime. Right. It pays hey, off fake he, fake no, I, no, I'm talking about <laughs> when he finally became Kane. You know, yeah, I mean yeah. he, he suffered cool. through all that stuff. Um, you know, maybe if uh Terry Taylor would have embraced the Red Rooster a little bit better that maybe they would have oh, been
0: yeah. different giving that later on. Mr. Cockadoodle Doo. Yeah. yeah, I've always heard he's a stooge. From anything I've ever listened to on the internet, any interview I've ever listened to, th- there's like hardly anybody that likes Terry Taylor. Uh, I can only go by the way people treat me. He's, he's
2: always been all right with me, but I, we've never had many interactions. So,
0: Okay. Well, that's kind of cool you've met him. Um, all right, guys. I appreciate y'all being on the podcast and helping me out this evening, especially Logan coming in for the run-in. Summer must have uh, must have had too many uh, bad dreams, dream killer, or whatever. But uh, I appreciate you guys being on the line with me, and we'll get back with y'all pretty soon. See you, JP. Thank right, you. Have a good you. Have you too, night, a good. Buddy. buddy. Hey, guys. Don't forget to check out the Old School Podcast with me and the Professor Andrew Stone. We go over Old School Events, NWA, Jim Crockett Promotions, WCW. And this week we've got a really good one. Clash of the Champions 4. Road Warrior Animal against Dusty Rhodes. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned and stay plugged into the page. Welcome back to the Chicks Dig Turnbuckle segment. I've got Shelby on the line with me and soon Kate, I'm sure, will be on the line with me. They're going to talk about what they liked this week and what they didn't like this week. And Shelby uh, has a live report from Smackville this week. So Shelby, we'll go ahead and get your thoughts on the stuff that you didn't like this week and the stuff you did like this week. So we're gonna start
4: with what I did like. I really enjoyed the Charlotte um, Flair and Trish Stratus segment on yeah, I think this gives everyone that thinks that Charlotte is always in the main event, or Charlotte always with the title, um, what they want. Um, you get, we get a little bit of nostalgia um, with Trish, and it gets Charlotte on the card, and... Um, Just instead of doing the King's Court interview, I just wish they would have not revealed it on social media than did King's Court, and just felt like I saw it coming, and I like it better when I'm worked. I like it better when I'm surprised.
0: So Um, you would have rather been surprised than uh, the way they came out with it on social media and on their website about how Trish was going to be on it?
4: Yeah, so they released it like two days before SmackDown, that the match was basically a go, and... Then they do a segment two days later on SmackDown saying it. it, it, I just would rather, I'd rather see it happen on Facebook.
0: So this is going to fall under something you didn't like?
4: Well, it's going to fall under something I liked. I just didn't like how they went around it. I like the whole concept of it. I like more about it than I don't like about it.
0: I know something you probably didn't like, and that was the (laughs) Maria Kanellis, uh, Mike, Canella's storyline. You um, are
4: right. That is number one on my list of things that I didn't like.
0: Go ahead and tell us why you did not like that.
4: So I feel like it's really awkward and really uncomfortable. Um in 2019, I just don't know how something like this comes across, especially mm-hmm. to the um to the first-time viewer. Uh, I've been watching wrestling for years. I saw you know, to take it really back a few years, I saw the Tristratus Stratus, Vince McMahon thing in the 90s with the dog barking and things like that. That made me that...
0: sick as a fan, even then, you know?
4: Yes, absolutely. And this does the same thing for me. It does nothing for me. Um, yes, it elicits emotion, but it, it's not the emotion that I, that I want. I, I don't know how to really explain that. It's just, it's Awkward, and I watch wrestling with my dad most of the time, and Aww. it's even more awkward, and it's just weird. Um, look, look,
0: I, I had my parents come in while I was watching the Katie Vick storyline. Okay, ooh. so I mean that was like your parents walking in on you and a your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, worse than that, it was that awkward, and they're like, "Why do you watch this shit?" Okay. <laughs> Katie, real quick, what did you th- what did you like from this week and what did you dislike from this week?
5: Um, I've got a couple of things that I liked from this week. Um, one of them being okay, I'm a Roman Reigns fan. I know there's a lot of, there's, you either love him or you hate him. Um,
0: and that's what you want.
5: Yes. And I, I love him. I heard that he had a, a mishap backstage but he was able to you know avoid actually getting injured um so i liked that but the thing i didn't like about that whole thing was is it a storyline or did something actually happen or
0: oh it's definitely storyline Fits on TV, absolutely storyline yeah
5: okay okay yeah. So, so you do like since it, it since it's storyline who did it who is after him when he's not in the ring he's backstage who is after him? Who is doing something like this? And is this in any way connected with uh, when he was kind of, I don't want to say partnering up with The Undertaker, but could this be backlash from him being kind of connected to The Undertaker now?
0: Yeah, I think this is what they're trying to do is, is they, they want you to, to wonder, like, well, who did this? That's, they're trying to get that hook. Right. Okay. Well, they're gonna come back and watch this because they want to know who it is, you know. And I don't know. I, they usually drop the ball on these little the mystery stuff that they did. I mean, let's go back to uh, when rakishi hit Stone Cold with a car, and when they asked him about it, like why? Why would you hit Stone Cold with a car? I mean, he's just a fun, lovable guy. Comes out and dances and stuffs his butt in people's faces and all of a sudden we're supposed to take him serious and he just he gets on the mic and he just says okay like i was saying rakishi gets on the mic and just says i did it for the rock and yes. I mean just like a fart in church. It was I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah. I I I seem to remember a few instances. Now this was early nineties, mind you. Um, mm-hmm. a few times that there were little things like this that happened with people like Paul Hogan mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels, and there were just like little things. That they dropped in, and you thought, "Oh, I can't wait till next week and to see what happens," and then nothing would ever come of it.
0: Yeah, that's like Nexus beating up the Undertaker and throwing throwing him in the grave when he had a buried alive match. Uh, never led to anything at all.
5: There was no. Um, to I do
0: think it. they just. Yeah, they just sometimes they just drop stuff basically. Uh, Shelby what did you I mean what did you really like from this week though and I'm not I mean you can branch out Raw Smackdown AEW what is it that you like from this week and I mean you can also mention Smackville
4: so um, this is a little random but I really enjoyed this week's um, not the fire not the firefly funhouse itself But what happened during the Dolph Ziggler, Finn Balor match, Mm -hmm. when it made me think of the Undertaker? It made me think of how he played mind games, Mm -hmm. um, like the like one of the best that ever played mind games, and Mm -hmm. um, but it didn't make me feel like it was a copycat of the Undertaker, which I think is very important. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was um, its own thing.
4: Yes, I love that. Um. So one of one of my favorite things because I love building storylines. That's I, I love all about how you build to tell a story. So that's just something I really enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were we were talking about it in the last segment. Uh, Logan and, and JP both well, especially JP would like to see uh, the end of that storyline or the story arc. Basically, is is having Bray possibly face Undertaker at Mania. Mm-hmm. But Undertaker, I don't think he's going to He's he's only going to do matches He's 100% He knows he can succeed in now I feel like I think ever since the tag match You have a Roman recently You know, and it was a good match And, and Undertaker did really well He's going to position himself to where he's he's Wrestling guys that can bump for him And everything too Yeah, But I, I would like to see That torch kind of be passed at Mania I think that would be really cool
4: I agree with you completely. Um, the The torch being patched, passed like that would be very cool. I know that they've already fought once at WrestleMania. But mm-hmm. I think that if it's done the right
5: way, it could be done again. So, I, I would I mean, like to see it. There have been a couple of guys that have wrestled each other years after the fact. Oh, yeah. It hasn't, yeah, all, it hasn't all, been the same thing at all. So,
0: if you remember, I mean, Joe and Roman Reigns had a few recently. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was months. Of, well, I guess I mean, it was months and months ago. But I mean, they're, you know, they're just back to feuding again. And, uh,
5: well, with all Roman Reigns has been through, it kind of felt like it's been years.
0: Right, right. That's yeah. true. And, uh, Kate, what did you really like from this week?
5: Uh, so I I'm uh out in the middle of nowhere. I actually don't have TV at the moment, mm-hmm. but I do. What you've seen on social media, yeah. Yes, yeah. I do have a subscription to the WWE Network. Um, mm-hmm. and as I was scrolling through the Smackville, yeah, videos, I saw Our Truth's name twice in one match and then another match and I thought, oh, that's neat. So I clicked on R Truth versus uh Nakamura mm-hmm. and hearing the backstory about why he was getting this match, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a fan of outside interference. I never have been. You know, the the Undertaker coming in and Saving Roman been, it
0: might have been done to death. You it know, I, I don't mind it every once in a while, but if you just do it every once in a while, but when you see it almost every match, it yes. is. it it's kind of
5: oh. it's, it's old. So,
4: guys, With, I hate to I hate to cut in. Are we we're talking about Smackville, right? Yes, right. Our truth didn't fight at Smackville.
0: No, and that that was uh, it was uh, you must have it watched it. <laughs> Yes, and that was a good match.
4: It was a good I match. I like that
0: match. Yeah.
4: Oh, was it?
0: Yeah, I think you were thinking of a different uh, SmackDown show, possibly. Um, hey, Have they done two Smackville? I don't know. Golly, but they put out so much content.
5: They really do. They really do. But anyway, the thing that I liked about this match... Um I I obviously I saw our truth listed on the Nakamura match and then I saw him listed again with um Rusev and Who
0: Nakamura? Our Truth. Oh, okay.
5: Huh, R-Truth, I
0: don't
5: Our yeah.
4: Truth they've done one smack smack or Smackville, excuse me, Lord. Um Our Truth came out during a match at Smackville. But it was like the 24-7 thing. Rusev oh, yeah. Smackville.
0: Yeah, I kind of enjoyed the whole Drake Maverick thing, though, at the beginning of Raw. I mean, it was just, I don't know, it was just something different at the beginning. Yeah. It, I mean, it is goofy, and I usually don't like that sort of stuff. But, yeah, there's something about Drake Maverick, though. He's a good performer. and his I mean, his wife's a good performer, too. She's yes. something. She's yeah. different. <laughs> she is. I'm guessing y'all don't like her.
4: I don't hate her. I think she just needs to work on how she how she delivers what she's saying.
0: Yeah, she's it still probably pretty out. green when it is, when it comes. To, I, you know, this is
5: going to sound really terrible. Some of the women who come out as companions, whether it's a girlfriend a wife, or what, just trying to help push a guy over. Sometimes I think they're just there to be a pretty face. And so it takes me a little while to really warm up to the idea of a partner being there. Um, They Mm -hmm. have to prove that they're kind of – prove is the wrong word. They have to show that they're actually um, – oh, what's the word? Offering something to it. Like, they they need to have a purpose for being there for me to really – get into them being there
0: yeah that goes back to to maria she's uh (laughs) i don't know that is weird i I, i'm not really digging that either uh the whole thing where she pinned uh her her husband mike uh bennett the other night it's just you know she's a great heel and everything too i'm not taking anything away from her it's just i'm just not really digging that storyline as well
4: I agree, and and think of how like with um they had her walk up to Braun Strowman. Is that really where we are with or, with Braun Strowman? Did you? see No, that man, hit? they really
0: dropped the ball My on him. That was
4: gosh, that. yes.
0: He should be booked like Andre or or Brock. Yeah. that Brock and Braun match that they built up that they just dropped because he destroyed Vince's limo, which is uh-huh. lame. That is the guy Brock should be passing the torch to. Roman doesn't need it. Braun really needs it now.
5: Yeah, I
4: agree with that statement 100%. Um, And to me it doesn't make sense to have Brock over here fighting someone as small as Seth Rollins and I'm not saying that smaller guys can't be champions. I'm not saying that. But it doesn't make sense. And how many times did we see either triple threat matches between Roman Reigns and Brock and Braun.
5: yes. Or, oh, yeah. You see, they did that Braun to death.
4: And Brock. they, and they killed it. They killed it. Yeah.
5: They did. Yeah, they really. They had the
4: opportunity; it was
5: there.
0: And they need something really fresh. They've done a lot of stuff to death. For
5: sure. Now, is it that they need something fresh? They need a fresh idea, or do they need to maybe let some new characters get get a push?
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's probably both. I would say it was both. But I mean it it's not my opinion that matters, it's y'all's opinion that matters.
4: <laughs> I mean I would <laughs> I would say both too, but at this point who are you gonna put up against Brock Because if if Braun if Strowman is your is the biggest person on your roster in like size wise. hmm okay, well, he obviously isn't good enough to be champion, and he's not good enough to beat Brock Lesnar. So, where are we at here? And I still think that there is money in a face Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. It's there. Yeah,
0: I want to see it. I just
4: don't understand. I've said it since he came back. Since Lashley came back, that it would make sense. But, hey, I don't make these decisions. I just talk about them.
0: That's right. And we got y'all's <laughs> opinion here on the podcast. I appreciate y'all being here tonight and letting us know what you liked and what you didn't like. And we'll talk with you guys next week.
5: Excellent. Thanks,
0: Trey. Thanks, Trey. We'll see you
5: next time. All right. See you girls. Bye. Bye.
1: Attention wrestling fans Friday, August 9th at the Action Building in Canton, Georgia Southern Honor Wrestling returns Featuring the first ever Rumble Jack Match It's every man for themselves to determine the next number one contender For the Southern Honor Championship Come be a part of history and experience why Southern Honor Wrestling is changing the game In Georgia Wrestling
0: Alright, welcome back to Trivia Tonight. We've got SummerSlam theme questions for our two opponents. First, we have Tyo G., also known as Summer on the board or on the page. Summer, how are you doing tonight? Doing very good, yes, yes, yes. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> and his opponent is Miss Fortune. Or am I saying that right? You I are. Might have got your- okay. Very
4: right, Craig. Yes, no, you and are
0: in the finals of the King of the Ring tournament and undefeated in fantasy. But you've got a tough opponent tonight. You've got Summer. And Summer's going for the WWE Fantasy Championship at SummerSlam. And you're going for the crown.
4: I am. And, you know, I think Summer's
5: going to take JR down. And then I can take you, Summer down. You. So it's just Oh, Oh, oh man. man, I'll
3: get happy there to the we'll beginning but br- the way you ended
4: that. no. no. <laughs> at least I gave you that benefit of the doubt.
3: True, true. But yeah, we'll see when it happens.
4: <laughs> we will. Yes.
0: Well, we're, right now we're going to ask you some trivia questions and the prize I'm going to give y'all tons of pictures of different wrestling merch and you choose whatever you want. And of course, whenever you get it in the mail or or by me, um show it off to the page and let everybody know how much fun trivia is okay let's start out with the first question and if you don't know it whoever starts it out first you've got to uh the that your opponent will have to answer it okay so this is pretty easy all right first question who is in the very first main event of Summerslam, shelby oh Care to take a guess? Are you there, Shelby? I
4: am. I um. Hulk Hogan. He's trying
0: to it. Well, Hulk Hogan was one of the guys that was in the main event. All right, we're going to have to move on. Uh-oh. No. So, <laughs> do you know who was in the main event at the very first SummerSlam? Do we get a hint? <laughs> no.
3: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, is
0: it Hulk Hogan versus Andre, Andre the Giant? Well, those were two of the opponents, but I'm going to have to count that as wrong.
2: Uh-oh.
0: One, all right, boy. These are not gonna, these get kind of hard here. All right, uh, who was in the main event? Okay, no, I'm sorry. Who was in the only main event in the UK? Summer. We'll start out with you this time. In the UK, the main event. Who was in the only main event? There's only been one SummerSlam in the UK. Is it- who main evented that? Is
3: it Bret Hart versus uh, uh, the British
0: Bulldog? Oh, my. And Summer's on the board. Yes. <laughs> All right, just to answer the first question, it was Hulk Hogan, the Macho Man Randy Savage against the Million Dollar Man and Andre the Giant. Uh, oh. Man. Man. Gosh. What am I going to do? All right, <laughs> go on to the next question. Who did Brock defeat to win his very first World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam? Shelby.
4: Oh, uh, um.
0: It's
4: right there, and I can't think of it.
0: Oh, you just gotta, just gotta reach for it. It's there. I didn't think. To win his first championship and his first main event at SummerSlam.
4: It's not Chris Jericho. I don't know.
0: Oh my gosh! Oh, it's going to be. Well, I'll let Summer answer it. It is the People's Champion, The Rock. (laughs) Ah. Oh, Summer. Cleaning house tonight here a little bit. No, he's just up to nothing. Let's do this. Let's see if uh, Summer can answer this. Who did Diesel defeat in the nineteen ninety five main event of SummerSlam?
1: Mm.
0: Bret Hart. Uh, oh man, he never defeated Bret Hart. <laughs> I'm a Bret Hart model. All right, Shelby, the question goes to you. Who did Diesel defeat in the main event of the ninety five Summer Slam.
4: Oh, I'm jumping out on a limb here, but is it Mabel? Oh!
0: oh! Nice, Shelby. Oh, oh Lord, man. That out of. Oh. oh, now Summer's that just up one. by one. Here we go. Here we go. On that one. Summer, you're up next. You better get this one or I uh, i can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who surprised the honky tonk man at the 1988 SummerSlam to defeat him for his intercontinental title? The
3: the ultimate warrior.
0: (laughs) Oh, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. You had to get that one. Shelby's like, why couldn't I buy a Right. What the hell? (laughs) All right, Shelby, here we go. What cage match happened in the 1995 SummerSlam?
4: What cage match? Yes. Oh Lord. Like who fought in it?
0: Yes. What cage match happened? What was the cage match at the 1995 SummerSlam? Got to think who was big then. Who was feuding?
4: Listen, I was two years old.
0: Oh, uh, oh! Uh, I didn't know. I, well, I always went back and watched old stuff. I'm a I'm a no, diehard you're fine. fan.
4: You're fine. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> um. Shawn Michaels, Diesel. No, that was Uh, not Diesel. Diesel bought Mabel. Dear God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's pass this question along to Summer. Summer, who fought the 1995 SummerSlam in a cage match? Who were the two guys?
5: Hmm.
3: Was it Diesel versus Bret Hart?
0: Uh, and you're really all over that Diesel versus Bret Hart <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dream no. match. Uh,
4: Make it happen. No, I'm going
0: to go ahead and answer that. It was Bret Hart and Owen Hart in a cage uh, match, a classic cage match. Bret I was had say a fever of 102 and still put on an excellent match. If you don't know the answer, it's usually going to be Bret Hart, because, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> he's been the answer on some of these anyways. All right, here we go. This might be the last question. Who was HBK's first main event opponent at SummerSlam? me. It's SummerSlam.
4: Um, oh god, very first,
0: might have been opponent.
4: It's not Bret Hart because he's been the answer to everything tonight.
0: Yes, not him. Oh. Uh. I don't know, Trey. Oh man. Uh, Pass the summer. Uh, past the summer here. Summer. That was HBK's first opponent at SummerSlam. Hmm.
5: Let's
0: take a wild guess, and don't say Diesel or Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, was it a British Bulldog? Uh, no, sir. It was Big Van Vader. Oh. God, I should have known that. that summer oh, my gosh. But y'all didn't. But, <laughs> Man. but we do have a winner. Yup. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. <laughs> summer wins 3-1. And Summer's going to be able to uh, choose through Plenty of merch. Oh. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> what are you looking for, Summer? Are you looking for action figure, t-shirt? What I mean, what are you into, man? Man,
3: that, let me get uh, some action figures. That sounds really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. You have a very rare Kevin Nash action figure that I've held onto for a while. Might be able That's to cool. keep with it. Or an Ultimate Warrior. Ooh, yeah. Ultimate, yeah. Well, Summer, go ahead. Go ahead before we get off and drop a quick promo to Shelby, uh, the the oh. person you did and uh, trivia tonight. Give her the old kill shot.
3: <laughs> all right, all right, Shelby. All I gotta say is, hey, you tried your best. You know we had a good match, but hey, we all re- we already knew the result at the end of the game. But hey, uh, I appreciate you for trying. <laughs> Have a
5: good
0: night. Oh that's money summer. And when we come back, we'll have our final thoughts. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hey guys, don't forget to check out the old school podcast with me and the professor Andrew Stone. We go over old school events NWA. Jim Crockett Promotions, WCW, and this week we've got a really good one, Clash of the Champions 4, Road Warrior Animal against Dusty Rhodes. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned and stay plugged into the page. Guys, another great show in the books. I want to thank Shelby, Katie, Logan Frazier, jp magnum and all the rest of our guests that have been on the last few weeks and we'll get back with you next week next thursday another episode of the all elite marks podcast will be dropping thanks for listening guys